everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 64, and we're going to share with you the places we haven't been at Disney World. That should be a song. Places I've never been. Yeah. We could do that. That's, that's as much as I got. Okay. <laughs> you didn't have like a rhyme to go no, with it? No, or? no, I, I mean, they're just, you know, there's a little ditty in my head and I thought, oh, I should sing that. And then there it was gone. It ended. It was well, short. I appreciate your effort. So before we get into the episode today, I do want to say that I am enjoying Escape to the Magic podcast that you and your your friends are doing. Thank you. I I had a lot of I I had a lot of commentary and feelings and urges with episode three with how you guys ranked Disney. I am going to go back and and take your little Google take the quiz yourself. Yeah. yeah, because I I am right and you are wrong. No, I'm just kidding. But. Well, I mean that's that's what we all thought. <laughs> in some cases, we agreed on that. Um, in some cases, we didn't agree on it. But it's been a lot of fun. I can tell you, it's a it's a great show. Um, it's an awesome companion to this show, um, just with some different subject yeah. matter, different topics, different thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you and I, we, sorry, don't get to talk about the BCS rankings or soccer. There was some sort of soccer. There were some sports references <laughs> that I didn't quite all know, but I was just happy that you had other people that understood and could relate to some of those references. Well, look, Disney people are my people and sports people are my people. And you put it together and you just you have ESPN. <laughs> So I thought that was fun. I thought my favorite part was the categories that Ryan came up with for each of the little subsections. I thought that was that was really good. Yeah. Um, one more thing I will say is that if you are taking a trip to Disney, this you you might not we might not lend a lot of confidence when we have the topic of places we haven't been. Um, but we've been to most places at Disney and we have a lot of knowledge. So if you do want to plan a trip, reach out. Um, there's a link on our Instagram whistle while you work podcast um if you want to reach out because i help with disney travel plan or universal or anywhere for that matter but mostly i get excited to help plan disney trips yeah and even though we spend most of our time talking about florida it's not just florida that you can help folks with yeah uh, anywhere yeah i i could do um other places but mostly yeah disneyland disney world okay so um this topic came to me. Any more stuff for the intro? No, no more stuff for the intro. I'm sitting here. I'm, I've, I've got, I've got shards of fiberglass in my arms. And oh, so every time I kind of yeah. lean my arms on the desk, I'm like, ugh, it's, um, yeah, he's I, our, your, our pool guy repairman though. Yeah. You know, so new, new pool pump. But apparently something's old out there with old fiberglass that's getting well, you. Well, fiberglass is old and when it's in the elements, all of a sudden it becomes very brittle and so then it likes to just kind of stick in your skin. And anyways. Places that fiberglass has been is in your skin, apparently. It's been in my arms, in my hands, in my knuckles. Uh, in <laughs> fact, it's there right now. So I bet you wish you could be at Disney World going to some of these places we have never been. Huh? I promise you that if I was at Disney, there would be no fiberglass in my skin right now. <laughs> so, yes, I do wish. But I wish anyways. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, I was just going to say that I thought about this when we were on a big road trip. I, I took the kids on a church history road trip and all of a sudden I had this idea and I made my my uh, what's it called? The person that sits shotgun, the kids sitting in the shotgun. I was like, pull out my phone and write this down. And I was like, places or things we haven't done at Disney World. And so 
here we are. We're doing this episode. You know, I'll say this. Um, I, I don't know what your list looks like because that's how we usually roll. OK, it's a surprise to each of us. Yeah. But my list is both shockingly long and shockingly short. Did, so I broke mine into the four parks because we're, we're not that's doing, what I did too. we're I, not I, doing I, Disney Springs. We're not doing my park. Yeah, we're not doing hotels and we're not doing restaurants. So we're in Florida. Yeah, we're at the floor, uh, the, the floor, <laughs> the Florida, <laughs> the we're at the floor, Florida. Uh, we're at the four Disney World theme parks, okay. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. So I think we should start at Magic Kingdom. I mean, that's the place that most people usually for sure go to on a trip. I only have two places that I can remember or think of. And that's the thing. I feel like you might spark places that I haven't thought of. But so, do so, you have yours? And in- I just want to clarify. So so what I have is I have um, places slash attractions slash experiences. Okay. So this, is, this isn't food. So we're not talking about any food or any restaurants or any carts or anything i'm what about the confectionery where does that land oh boy <laughs> all right i'm just kidding that's not i that's old boy, what that's, is that? that's that's salt in the fiber so, that's salt in the fiberglass <laughs> was that two weeks ago um but i only have two places at magic kingdom that i can remember not having gone to so what it would have why don't you start what do you have at magic kingdom that you haven't been well, I learned that there is this thing that, that I didn't know. And to be quite honest, even as I read it and I looked through it, I still don't know what it is. But it's called horses. <laughs> horses, Disney animals, right? And apparently this is a, there is a place where you can actually go and meet and greet the animals that make up the parades. Are you kidding me? It's, it's, it's on the app. Where, where is it on the And so the by map? the way, everybody... Um, if you if you want to know where any of these things are, at least the ones that I list out, they're all available in my Disney experience. That's where that's where I got my entire list. I just went down and I just said, "What is this?" And that's what I found. So where is it located, though? Well, so let's see. Horses, horses, horses. So when you first said that, I was thinking over at Tom Sawyer Island. You know, when you go over the fort and play around, there are Main Street. The horses. middle of Main Street. Huh. So I don't. I, I feel like this falls into experiences, though, which I thought we weren't going. Over. No, I said I oh, was. You I was are doing going attractions slash experiences slash Don't wave places. your hand at me. Well, I, I wave my hand. <laughs> I'm Italian. That's all I do is wave my hand, right? <laughs> Listen, this is this is the description. Oh, like, OK, so maybe this is lame now that I read it better. Because I only read the first paragraph, which said, saddle up to find out what makes horses one of the most trusted companions you could ever have. And you're like, wow, that sounds like an amazing attraction. And then it says, spot horse-drawn carriages on Main Street, USA. <laughs> now, here you go. I've never sat to, on done one of them. To interact with majestic-looking horses, take a smooth sleigh ride or a scenic jaunt along a trail at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Okay, well, you this can, is a hotel. Now we're at a hotel. But it's on the Magic Kingdom map. Okay. So, but it says that's how you get to interact. So you can spot them in the parade and then you can go interact with them over at Fort Wilderness. Okay. So I'm going to go next at Magic Kingdom, a place that I have never been. Keep in mind, I have four sons is Princess Fairytale Hall. Do you know, do you know where that's located? Mm, Princess Fairytale Hall sounds like it's going to be probably somewhere close to Cinderella Castle. It is. It is very close Probably to Cinderella in Castle. in Cinderella Castle is what I would guess. Yes. Well, it's next to it. So um, do you remember where 
um, Mickey's Philhar Magic is? I do. It's like the opposite. It's, you know, symmetrical, except it's just on the other side of the carousel. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like when you're looking at the castle to the right, you got. Well, I know what you're saying. I don't know that the people know what you're saying. So if you if well, you come out if ca- you come out of the castle is what you're saying. You come out of the castle and you're seeing the carousel. You want to look right. Correct. Okay. And you can meet princesses. Although I, I like I said, I haven't actually been to this this place or met any of the princesses there, but. Um, it feeds like any good attraction. It feeds into the gift shop afterwards. And I have been into the gift shop. So, okay. That's one. Any others for you for Magic Kingdom? Have well, you- I want to just, I just want to throw this out there since you kind of mentioned it, but, but I haven't, I've never done uh, or even been in any of the um, meet so and so, such and such princess character or whatever, except for Mickey at, um, on Main Street. Yeah, on Main Street. Yeah. Right. That's that's the only character I've ever been in to meet in their place. There's a lot of specifically designated areas where you can meet princesses throughout Magic Kingdom. This sounds like one that you were talking about. The Fairy Tale Hall is another. Yeah. Yeah. And so my last one is kind of in that same vein. It's Pete's Silly Sideshow. It's over there by like the Splash Pad, um, Dumbo, that part of Fantasyland. So we've been inside that gift shop, like the big top souvenirs, and that's where that, when, after you meet those characters, it feeds you into that gift shop. But um, never been back there. I think you can meet like, um, not Pluto, Goofy and Donald and Daisy maybe. Okay. So anyway, I just, I'm just curious what it's like in there, but I don't know if I'll ever know because we don't seem to have a lot of patience to go meet characters. We're too busy trying to get the thrills and the rides. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I'll throw a plug in here for an experience um, that I've never done and, and I don't know, probably never will. But <laughs> if you have younger children, this could be particular uh, interest to them. And that's the Pirates Adventure, Treasures of the Seven Seas. Yeah. That's all throughout Adventureland. In fact, you get to go on a swashbuckling mission with Captain Jack Sparrow as you um, uncover secrets and all sorts of things that I've seen, I've seen children, especially, you know, the younger ones. So I'm saying, you know, age probably 10 and under or so they love doing this kind of stuff. Um, there's a special on, map and all sorts of things that you can do. Yeah. I was going to say it was on a spreadsheet way back in the day when we went with young, young kids and it just never got, we never ended up doing it. So I feel like that's over by the place where you can get like the waffle fry the food with the well it's it's actually and i don't um i'm not sure where you pick up the map but it could be but it's out throughout the throughout whole all of adventureland. Uh, adventureland okay yeah and there's there's little places that you actually interact with from time to time so that's that's it for me places i haven't been at magic kingdom anything else on your list well i'll tell you a place that we have mentioned before it's been discussed before many many episodes ago it's a place I've walked by before, but I've never actually been into it. And that is the barbershop. Oh, yes. I forgot to write that down. Yeah. Never been there. You can actually go get your haircut. I feel like on it's Main probably only open at random hours or I don't know. It's I've driven. I mean, I've walked by it many times. I've never actually seen that it looks open, but I don't know what the rules are. As a travel agent, as a travel agent, I should know so that my guests can go get their haircut if they want it, I guess. I don't know how many people want to get their haircut there, but 
This says that the Harmony Barbershop is open from 9 a.m. to 4.45 p.m., a charmingly old-fashioned place for guests of all ages to get a haircut. Okay. And a few Disney surprises. What does that mean? I don't know. I feel like I should let them go and give me a haircut. With your follically challenged uh, locks of hair. You know. Well, that's fun. I think I, I don't know, being a girl, I don't know if I'm up to having them cut my hair, but I think it'd be fun to have one of my sons get their hair cut there. Yeah. I, you know, what I'm actually very curious is if I let them cut my hair, would they do it with a straight blade? Oh, yeah. I don't that know. That would be interesting. I'm sure they have very talented a, people back there. That'd be a very nice, uh, nice cut. Cool. Should we go to, uh, let's go to Hollywood Studios. Does that sound Hollywood okay? Studios. Okay. I don't have a ton on my list there. So the, let's start with the one that, that might surprise people, and that's Fantasmic. You and I have never done, never been back to the Fantasmic area at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, walked by it so, so, so many times. The entrance The area, entrance yeah. to it. Never done it, never been back there. And you know what's interesting, and, and this actually kind of goes a little bit along with things that are on my list, but um, we never stay at Hollywood Studios till it closes. Yeah, I feel uh, like... Our schedule typically yeah. means that we're fitting it in early in the day, middle of the day, or it's the last day and we got to head to the airport before it closes. Yeah. So I've, I, it's it's rare that I've been there super late. Closing I mean, now I've, yeah. I've closed it down before, but it's rare. And that means that we don't really get nighttime entertainment in there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, it's at Disneyland and we have seen it at Disneyland, but it's a different show, similar, similar, but different um, it's pretty long from what I understand. Um, well, it is at Disneyland too. It seats like 10,000 people or something crazy back there too. So, um, you know, I do know this, that it is kind of a semi new Fantasmic. Um, Fantasmic was on a huge hiatus through COVID and for long after the parks right. reopened. And it was only recently, I want to say, you know, a few months ago that it was reintroduced and it was reintroduced with some upgrades. I don't know what that means. Cause I, because I didn't see the original other than the one at Disneyland. So, and I don't know how it compares. Yeah. I like how a couple months ago is is your math time frame. I think it's been almost a year that it's been reopened, but maybe not. Well, you know, you, there's a couple months in a year. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't need to fact check you on that one. But I think that's kind of, if people are surprised by anything on this list, that's probably one of those. But for so many years, years, literally it was closed with the shutdown and yeah. COVID and stuff. So that... Forgive us. Sorry. We, I, yeah, I feel like that I, on I our want, list, that might be something we do want to do. At some I want point. to go see it yeah. at some point. I, I really, really do. You know, for us, nighttime entertainment almost always revolves around fireworks at Magic Kingdom, right? right. So if we're going to um, stop, if we're going to go and stop yeah. and do it. But I think this would be worth checking out. So for me, um, Disney Movie Magic, it's a kind of a twofer, Disney Movie Magic and the Wonderful World of Animation. These are both nighttime show projections um, on the Chinese theater, and I've never seen them. I have. I, I know think, they happen. Yeah. I've never seen them. I've I've done them, but it's, it's very uh, unmemorable. What's the word? Un, it's not unmemorable. Well, it's, yeah, unmemorable, unremarkable. Unremarkable, yeah, something like that. So, um, forgettable. Unforgettable. Not unforgettable, it's forgettable. Oh, forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. The Chinese Theater, it's a cool attraction. I think that the way that they added the neon there, 
um, for the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, I just think it ties, it makes it tie in so well to the Hollywood Boulevard and everything with all the neon there. Yeah. So, um, but that, didn't, that didn't have anything to do with these two nighttime shows though. Well, you said it, it's projected onto the, yeah, but they turn all those lights off. Right. And then they run the projections. Like think of Cinderella Castle when they're doing the fireworks show and there's basically a movie kind of doing it. And they, they do the same thing here with yeah. these two shows. I read about it and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I've never stopped to watch or see any of it. Yeah. I've watched projections on the Hollywood Tower Hotel at Christmas time, which is amazing. Like I will literally stop in the middle of the street and I'll just stare at the hotel and see all the things that it does. But this is these are two legitimate bona fide nighttime shows, basically kind of to close out the day at Hollywood and just never done it. Yeah. So out of that or Fantasmic, where do you see yourself doing? Which, which, by the way, interestingly, I've been there many times when they've put the tape down on the ground right. to corral the people in the right places. And I've just never even tried to do it. I would probably lean towards Fantasmic. Yeah. Right? Because I think there's pyrotechnics there. Right. Mickey. It's like, I, from what I understand, it's like Mickey from Fantasia a little bit. So Yeah, that's what Fantasmic is. Yeah. Okay, um, so I have been to Walt Disney Presents. I've seen like the museum part, but I have never done the movie at the end of that. You haven't? Museum. I haven't. Wait, really? Really. Because I thought the reason I went was because you told me to go and watch the movie because well, it was amazing. I think I, I think I told you to go because I didn't realize there was a movie at the end. Oh, well, that theater needs to be updated. Okay. But the, I mean the. But the, the movie, museum. the movie's awesome. It's it's basically like a, it's like an autobiographical movie of Walt. By I mean, Walt is narrating his own movie. It's That's awesome, so cool, right? Yeah. So I I do want to go to that. Um, that's which on is, my list. Which is why it's so fitting that it's called Walt Disney Presents. And it's, if you were to fill it out, it's Walt Disney Presents, presents Walt, Walt Disney. Disney. <laughs> And it's, so, sh- it's short. Yeah. What is know, it? 15 minutes, maybe about 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Is it black and white? Is that black and white? Um, movie? If I remember correctly, the majority of it is. Okay. I, I, it could be all of it. It's been a little while. It's been maybe a year and a half since I've seen it last. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's worthwhile. Everyone should go and see that. Everyone should go in there just if nothing else, even if you don't see the movie, but to see all of the the artifacts, Beginnings, right? Like yeah. Walt's original animation desk is in there and some of the original dioramas of like, you know, Cinderella Castle and other, you know, attractions yeah. are located inside. You can see some really cool stuff. It's not a huge museum, but then you go and you watch the movie and you listen to Walt kind of talk about his childhood and growing up in Missouri and and all that kind of stuff that kind of gave him the inspiration for what became Disneyland. It's it's really cool. That's awesome. Okay, what else do you have at Hollywood Studios? Okay, this is a big one. Like, literally, it's big. And you haven't been there. And I haven't been there. And it is the Star Wars launch bay. That is also on my list. I don't even know. It's it's kind of a sad, dead part of the park, right? I Yes. It's tucked back there. You know, it's like, should I go back there? Like, or... Are, am Are I even allowed people? back there? Right, yeah. Is this backstage? So to, to help you understand where it is, when you when you walk in the park, you immediately see the Chinese theater, okay? You can't miss it. Straight ahead, yeah. And so as you get closer to the Chinese theater and you're basically in the plaza directly in front of it, if you look to your right, 
there is a huge archway, right? It's it's a movie studios archway. Yeah. And behind and inside that area is what looks like some dead space and like a huge kind of warehouse looking place with some doors. But there's a sign up there and it's called Star Wars Launch Bay. And I've never been in there, um, but it's open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And there's immersive exhibits with costumes and models. There's concept artwork. There's actual movie props um, and some authentic replicas and it, that were just there. You can tour a cantina. Is that where you meet Chewbacca? And some of the other settings. And then you can share a furry embrace with <sighs> Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> And then there, there, there's other interactive stuff like, you know, sometimes Darth Vader's in there. Um, you can meet BB-8, that little rolling android. I said android. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, never been in there. Maybe and, one day I should go. Yeah, I know. It, it, I have to say that it is a little confusing if, so you got Star Wars Launch Bay, which is not Galaxy's Edge. Which is not um, Star Tours. So it's a little bit all over the place, the Star Wars stuff in that park. Um, yeah. And again, I, I don't know. I've just. But this is this is what was originally kind of the Star Wars plus Star Tours was what originally was available in Hollywood Studios, I think. I, I we really don't really don't know. know. <laughs> I don't really know how long it's been there, to tell you the truth. So back, I, I have one. I'm in another place over there. That I haven't been. So we have done the Disney Junior, or at least I have with the kids. There was like a um, where you can dance and sing along with the Disney Junior characters. So I have done that one before. But also over in that section is the Little Mermaid, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Which is a movie which I had never seen. Yeah. And it's closed. So I never will see. I don't think it's coming back. Yeah, it's it's definitely not coming back. So it's a big building. I mean, it's just there's part of me that's like the marquee is still up there. Such a waste of space. They've taken it down. They've put it back up. I don't know. It is. There's there's a number of places in I feel like in Hollywood studios where you're like, is this the best use of this space? And and to tell you the truth, I'm not sure that the Imagineers know at this point. Most likely, they have had a variety of ideas. Nothing moves the needle enough to make the investment and do something, yeah. particularly considering how much money has been spent on that park over Already. just the last five yeah. to seven years, right? But to so, have that main area, it just seems it seems a waste. Yeah, pretty much. So I'll say pretty much everything immediately behind and, and to the side of the Chinese theater is kind of like... If you need a quiet place to go... <laughs> kind of spooky. Yeah, it is. If you need a quiet place to go, go over there. Um that was my that was my list for Hollywood Studios. Yeah, Anything that's else? All I got. Okay, so Epcot. Sure. Epcot? Sure. Let's go to Epcot. We'll take the Skyliner over there. I will tell you. So Epcot is a place where my list could be very very long. Yeah. And so I've kind of just winnowed it down to just a few things because, in full disclosure, I have not done everything in every um, country. Country. Okay. You're not interested in that. You don't. You're not thinking about a roller coaster or a test track. Yeah, that's thing. Or I'm thinking, a caramel I'm th- cookie. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about all of those things. And sometimes it's just. I mean, I've seen a lot of them, but as I just went down the list, I'm like, wow, I, I've never really paid attention to this or really been into here. And so I wrote. I've. I've got a couple of them. I think I should mention. Yeah. What about the one theater where I tried to t- tell you guys to go, but you didn't go? Do you remember? Do you know what? You know what I'm talking about? Let me pull theater, it up. Theater. 
You st- I don't want to tell you about it because you haven't done it. I don't want to ruin it. It's over where that fountain goes up rather than the water goes down. Oh, at the Pixar Short Film Festival. Yes. Yeah. That's actually on my list. Okay. Let me start with that. Okay. So Pixar Short Film Festival, if you go over near um, Figment's Journey into Imagination or basically the easiest way to find this is look for the pyramids. Okay. Yeah. It's over in that direction. And upstairs, there's the Pixar Short Film Festival. There's a sign for it. It's very clearly marked. And they show three, I think, Pixar shorts. And um, when I was there with our sons, our older two sons, you know, a few months ago, I said, hey, let's go do this. I haven't done it. Mom says we should. Will's like, you've seen all of these movies. (laughs) And I'm like, I have? He's like, he's looking at, and the sign tells you what the movies are. But you haven't seen it in this way. And so yeah. I agree. I, yeah. I have it. And that's what I tried to say. And he's like, no, 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 that's a waste of our time. And in, in his defense, it was super hot slash raining. <laughs> it was it was one of those Florida summer things. Right. Yeah. And so we were trying to get someplace and it was one of those like, I don't really feel like stopping for this. And so we just kept walking. So I still haven't done it. OK, I would recommend it. I won't tell you what happens, but it is it is more than just sitting and watching movies you've already seen well that's what i tried to tell him too but he's like no we've already seen these we've seen these so many times and i i just you know it's all right maybe because he's named after me he had to be right and i just let him be right (laughs) i don't know okay so taking it to the other side of the front of the park there i have never done mission space orange is orange the more intense one orange don't go on orange (laughs) that's why i have it i'm warning you my friend don't do it Listen, Mission Space Orange, if you suffer from even the slightest bit of motion sickness, that ride is not for you. And they warn you of that, but they're actually serious, unlike every other ride that you'll ever go on. Yeah. I've never done it. You scared me away. And I've learned that I sometimes tight spaces I I don't do well in, and they kind of lock you in the little... Uh, I don't know that you'd feel... I don't feel... I don't think it's super claustrophobic, honestly, but... um, The G-forces. Mission Space, if you've never been on it, is a, it's a simulator ride. And, and basically just like when you go to space camp and they put you in a space simulator, this is the same kind of simulator. Okay. There's two flavors. I call it green and orange flavors. They are (laughs) Um, green and orange are the actual colors. Green is very tame. You just go a little bit up in the atmosphere, but you don't go all the way into outer space. Okay. And I can do green. Okay. There's not really any warnings about motion sickness for for green. Orange, however, the second you get in that line, I'm not joking, the second you get in it, it says, if you suffer from motion sickness, don't do this. And they warn you and they continue to repeat this as you're walking through the queue. You're sitting there, you're wondering, how come nobody's in this line? We're just walking through it and green's really long. This is why. And you get in the simulator and you're basically in a spaceship simulator and um, you're going to go, I think you're going to Mars or something like that. Like yeah. you're going yeah. far. Yeah, it's Mars. And there's four people inside the spaceship and you each kind of have a job and you look into a screen that's 3D. And I think this is part of what throws me off. Yeah. And it you'll see a Starfield simulation when you get to outer space. But the thing about Mission Space Orange is the amount of G-force you're put under to do this is intense. I mean, it's absolutely intense. So much so that when you go in there, apparently they have little bags if you throw up and Randy needed to use that once. So 
I have never been over there. I have to say, though, I I do feel a little sad that I have really no desire to do those rides. I have done green, but I haven't done orange because the 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 area is so cool over there, like yeah. the planets and the decorations and that whole area. You're just like, this is amazing. Yeah. And but I'm like, eh, I don't want to do that ride. And so I just don't spend a lot of time. We have gone to the restaurant. Yeah. Space put over 220 there. is in that particular area. spot. Right. But anyway. So, yeah, okay. Well, that's interesting. Hey, what else do you got at Epcot? So, here's something interesting at Epcot that I didn't know existed. Did you know this existed? It's Bruce's Shark World. I did not. You know who Bruce is, right? I know who Bruce is. Hello. Food is my friend. Or fish, fish food. Or fish are friends, not, not food. food. Yeah. yeah. Good Australian Bruce the Shark. Um, this is apparently an interactive kind of quiz sort of thing. Okay, I have done Hosted this. by Mr. Ray himself. So I'm sure every question begins with, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the next question. <laughs> I I have experienced that. It's when you're waiting to go into Turtle Talk. There's That's where, I'm pretty sure that's where the quiz area is. But maybe, maybe it's in a different spot. But I guess it's somewhere over in the, the aquarium section. Yeah, it's it's over the it's seas, over there in the it. seas. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. How speaking of seas, um, what's the name of the lake at Epcot? It's it's leaving me right now. But anyway, there are five of these or four it's either four or five of these things called friendship launches. I've you in the can, World Showcase Lagoon? Yeah, there we go. So you can take a boat from one side of of World Showcase to another, and I have never done that. I can see the appeal because it is big, but at the same time, there's part of me that's like the amount of time you would have to wait for a boat and the whole process, um, you could probably walk there. <laughs> Although that's probably the reason people do it because they don't want to walk anymore. But have you ever done, I've never been on the boat in the middle of that. I have. I have gone from America to basically the entrance of the World Showcase on a friendship boat and it was very uneventful. Okay. So my question is, like, now, you can't I, go from in and out of the park there, right? Like, You cannot, no. Because that would be an issue. Yeah, with yeah. No, this, the, those friendship boats are strictly within, as, as I understand it, if I remember correctly, but strictly within um, the World Showcase Lagoon. Uh, they may take you also over to France, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. I uh, so I do that. think there are multiple ports There's there. They can them. take you over yeah. to France. And I would bet they probably take you over somewhere near Norway, um, something like that. Here, let me pull it up. Now, okay. if I remember correctly, though, I don't know that those were available while Harmonious right. was set up. Yeah. I believe it's, that it's I believe like, that they had taken those down while Harmonious was up because there was no way to get around the lagoon. And I think it's probably one of those things that it's only from like 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. or something. Um, Germany... Morocco, and then there's one on either side of the entrance, you know, the main entrance to World Showcase. Okay. So, so never basically done those. It, it forms a square, not a cross. There's part of me that's like, I would like to experience it because I feel like you can get some cool pictures maybe, and yeah. it's probably relaxing. Yeah, maybe. It, it might be actually, this this would work for us. We could go and get like some sort of pastry and then enjoy eating it while on the boat. I don't think they let you eat on the boats. I don't know. I feel like pretty sure they say no eating while you're on. I mean, you can have you can hold it, but I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. We can investigate. Yes. You know why we don't know? Because we've never done it. Because we've never done it. <laughs> All right, right. What else do you have at Epcot? So um, have you ever heard of the House of the Whispering Willows? <laughs> no. Neither had I. Where is this located? So the House of the Whispering Willows is in the World Showcase, and it is, of course, in China. Oh, okay. And basically, it's right next to the big Reflections of China Circle Vision Theater there. Okay. Um, but there is a there's a short video there that kind of introduces you to Disneyland Shanghai. Oh, cool. So, I don't know. Never done it. It's a short little film of some sort. There's so many little short films throughout the whole World Showcase that I've never done before. That's one. Yeah, so I'll just bring it. And it's right next to one that I have done, which is Reflections of China. Okay. In Circle Vision. So speaking of Circle Vision, I have never done the one in Canada, mostly because people say that you have to stand up and... Just like you do in China, yeah. Yeah, and so it's, it's less desirable if you have to stand up while yeah. watching a video that's all over. Is it in a circle? I assume that's what that means. Yeah, Circle Vision is is a 360 theater. It's all on the wall all the way around. Yeah. yeah. So never done it. I do. That is one that I would like to do at some point. And then um, I will also say just along the veins of movies at Epcot, I have never done the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is back in France. I think I would like to do that. That is one of my favorite Disney movies ever. Yeah. You know, I'm a little prejudiced against that just because I like uh, Impressions de France so much, but it has been literally cannibalized by the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Well, that's... There's like that's two showings the- of, of Impressions de France, and then the whole rest of the day is this sing-along, <laughs> yeah. and that's all you have. That's all you get to do. Yeah. I think they're they're trying their best to make it as kid-friendly as possible back there, and that's one of those things where you, you could take little kids to, to the sing-along. Less so was of Impressions to France, even though I think children should be acclimated to all the cool music and stuff back there. Um, I have two more at Epcot. What do you have? I have one more. You want me to go? Why don't you go? Because maybe it's the same that's on my list. We'll see. So the one that I have on here actually is closed, and I don't know if it's coming back. Okay. But... It is called the Advanced Training Lab. Okay. Not on my list. Yep. This is where you get to learn about mission space. And so you go through kind of a, a, a thing or a, a simulator kind of thing of sorts. And there's a bunch of little kiosks and everything. You know, create your own space age postcard. Um, it's just an interactive play area next to mission space. Yeah, that's the thing about Epcot is... But it's closed, and okay. I don't know if it's coming back. Yeah, I think, you know, the, really the big thing with that whole park is learning, right? And yeah. exploring and all that stuff. So it makes sense that they would want something over there in that area. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I have two. One of them is Awesome Planet over in the Land Pavilion. Have you ever done that? So it's a movie. You know what? That's on my list too. Oh. I skipped over it. Yeah, I it's it's above it's upstairs. No, um, I've never done it. Yeah. I just I don't I know. I just try and get out of the land pavilion as quickly as I can because it smells funky in there. <laughs> it's probably garden grill you're smelling. Or I, I guess there I is know, that whole the, it's the sweaty people coming out of the aquarium and then going into Soren, I think. I don't yeah. know. 
But um, it is it does listen, that place smells a little funky. <laughs> Need some new carpet, new paint, new ceiling, new everything. So yeah, awesome planet. I think it's it's um it seems like maybe it's 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 got a little bit of propaganda, you know. And that's that is a little bit when we go over to Animal Kingdom, that is a big a big focus of that park is is conservation, right? Sure. And so they talk a lot about that there, but that's kind of um I don't know. I shouldn't judge the movie that I've never seen. I think it's only like 20 minutes and I'm sure it would be nice to just sit and relax, but I guess you wouldn't You get like to the sit, smell. you don't have to stand. It's not in circle vision. I'm pretty sure it's a theater. Okay. But listen, that's the thing about talking about things that we don't know about this we whole episode. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> My last one, and maybe this isn't really a thing, but I've never been upstairs in Japan or Morocco. So like there's restaurants up there and I know we're not talking about restaurants, but like I've seen pictures of um, people taking pictures of like the fireworks and, and videos from upstairs. And it seems like a really cool view. Um, so I, one day I'd like to go upstairs in those countries. Fair okay. enough. Animal kingdom. Last but not least, what's one place at animal kingdom you've never been? I feel like I, there's more here. There, Listen, there is a ton of animal kingdom. Most of them involving animals. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, Believe it or not, I have not seen all of the animals in Animal Kingdom. But this is one that I didn't know existed. And I feel stupid because because it's like, well, of course it existed. You should know this. But have you ever heard of the affection section? Oh, I have heard of that. Yeah. What is it? Is it where you, it's like a petting area. It's a petting zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Had no idea, you know. Um, Variety of unique domesticated animals. You can interact with some of the animal care experts there. It's supposedly it's pretty big outdoor space, um, but uh, is that something you would want to do? But to get there, and this is probably why I didn't know about it's it. It's probably the one on my list. There is something else on my list, which is you have to take a wildlife express train. Yeah, and that takes you back to Rafiki's Planet Watch, and there's there's several things back there. Yeah. I've always, when I've read and researched that park and what to do, people kind of don't rate it very high, and they say, like, you're kind of stuck, and it's it's a long thing. And when we're, especially with our kids, I, you know, if we're not on yeah. Expedition Everest or doing it's a it's a seven minute exciting. It's a seven-minute train ride to One get way, out there. Yeah. One way. So... And and by the way, the last train to get out there leaves Harambe Station at four thirty. Okay. So Harambe Station is right there near Kilimanjaro Safaris. That's that's the where entrance, you get to get yeah. on to go there. And so, um, you know, it's not a. And of course, Animal Kingdom is the earliest park to close. Anyways, they don't ever stay open super right. late. I don't know that I've ever seen it open past eight o'clock p.m. Right. Th- that I remember. Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I just don't ever remember seeing that, um, which is too bad because there's so many cool things to see at night, especially in Pandora. Yes, that's true. So, yeah, that was on my list was back at Rafiki. Um, another thing that I'm embarrassed to say, and I've walked by it and I'm like, oh, we should do that. But we just never have is the Feathered Friends in Flight. Oh, you've not, never done that, huh? I'm not talking about like the one at the not front. Not the one at the front. You're the one at the back by the, the monkeys. Yeah, kind of back in that area. There's like a theater, a place you can sit, like seating yeah. and everything. Yeah. You've done it? Oh, yeah. Oh. You've actually sat and watched it? Probably two or three times. Yeah, I've never done it. Yeah. It's not a lot of fun unless you've got a hat. 
Okay, it does seem because a there bit. is there is no shade there for that show, which makes sense because these birds are flying around free. Right, that needs you know, to there's be. There's nothing. Open. There's nothing over top of it. So I think that's what's interesting. There are a lot of things to see in Animal Kingdom. There's there's some really interesting shows, but because of the nature of the, these shows and and the ability to allow these animals to kind of have some free reign, like it, it's not super comfortable for the humans. Which is fine. It's their world. Yeah. You know, that's okay. But just yeah. make sure if you're going to do that, you want your hat and sunscreen. Okay. So um, there is at the... I only have one more at really? Animal Kingdom. I'm sure, you're, like you said, there's a lot of animal sites, like vultures. I'm like, why have I never gone to see the vultures? <laughs> that yeah. seems interesting. So, so rafiki's planet watch there's a lot of stuff out there i want to mention this one too and it's the conservation station and it's open from from 9 30 to 5 okay but this is what's interesting again i've never been out there but yeah. there's interesting stuff there's a there's a vet treatment room so you can get a up close look at how the animals are treated by their vets there's a nutrition center where you can look at experts preparing meals mm. for the animals there's a there's windows where you can see the different amphibians and reptiles and, you know, other invertebrates. Okay. You know, spiders. Yeah. Um, and then there's a place where you can kind of learn, like, what some of the scientists there are working on. So this is this is something that I do think is really what makes Animal Kingdom so cool, so unique, is that there are legitimate scientists that work there. It's not just a bunch of kids running a theme park. Right. You know, and like they're guessing are, what to do with animals. That's, that's yeah. right. I mean, you've got PhDs that are on staff that, that are furthering research in conservation efforts specific for these animals. Right. How to help our planet stay in better shape. And and, uh, you know, it's not about whether you want to buy pop propaganda or anything like that. If you go and you just see the animals and you get to kind of experience that a little bit, you say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm OK, like sharing some space with them. Yeah. Interesting. Never been back there. I do feel like we are probably missing seeing some. I mean, it's a seven minute train ride. Like there's probably some cool things to see along the way. Yeah. Um, and OK, my last one is kind of like your um, the pirate adventure. Is that what it's called at Magic Kingdom? Yeah, the seven seas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I have never done the Wilderness Explorers. Oh. So it's based off of the kid on um, Up. You know, the scout yeah. kid or whatever. He's so fun. The little, the tiny mailman. What do they call him that? The tiny postman or something. That's what, that's what the dog calls him. Is that what he calls him? Yeah, because he looks like a little postman. Yeah. Anyway, um, but you can go around and collect merit badges, which is basically you go to different areas within Animal Kingdom and learn different things. And you can collect the little sticker slash badge, merit badge that you've hmm. learned okay. about each little thing sounds like kids would love that yeah and they do something called kid caught at epcot similar where you can go around and learn i don't think there's anything like that at hollywood studios though but well closely related something kids would love something i've never done it's my very last thing on the list and we can probably close out with this but i have never ever done nor shall i ever okay do the triceratops spin oh i've done that one (laughs) similar to dumbo but it is exactly what it sounds like not for me. What do they call it? Spoken wheel or. Yeah. 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 
Um, I mean, I liked it because I like Dumbo, but it's it's not the cool area that you have in Fantasyland. It's the weird Dino Land, which they are changing, but still. Yeah, I think it's going to go away anyway. So I think it's going to be Moana back there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what that's what the, the word on the street is. So. This is fun. I I don't know if we've horrified people by some of these things we've never done, or maybe they thought we'd have a bigger list, but I feel like, what is this? Probably 85% of the park we've done, maybe 80 of all the- Yeah, I want to say it's probably higher than that even. It's probably closer to 90%. But what this goes to show you is that there's just so much more here than meets the eye, right? There's so much more than the thrill attractions. There's so much more than the traditional shows. There- there are things to interact with, to see, to do, to learn, to rest, and um, and we we look we got a long ways to go. Yeah, well, let's go back soon then. <laughs> All right, sign me up. I'm ready. All right, guys. Well, find us on Instagram, Whistle While You Work Podcast. Like, share all the things. Um, write a review. If you give us a review, we'd read it and say your name if you want your name. Maybe you don't want your name said. <laughs> But um, anyway, y'all take care. Bye.